Good evening. Happy Friday Eve. And tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. 888-344-1170. Got lots of topics to get to. First and foremost, it is a scramble in the the answer San Diego.com studios here to try to find out does a local pizzeria actually have a $3 personal pizza deal so I could pick me one up on the way home because it is National Pie Day. So, uh, my man, the, the, the dude who keeps it all rolling, whether or not it's Pie Day or whatever day of the year it is, it's none other than DJ Carrot Sticks. Don't look now, here comes the pie. Oh, here comes the pie. Ooh, pie. I want a piece of pie. Pow, pow, pie, pie. I swear I did not know you had that as an intro. That is my favorite commercial of all time. <laughs> the two burly cowboys that order the porterhouse steak, and then they go, oh, it comes with pie. Oh, I love pie. <laughs> pie, pie, pow, pow. Yeah, and by the way, to somebody who posted on Facebook the other day, what do you know about pie, pecan pie, Hollywood? Somebody said to me, dude, I cut my teeth on pecan pie, okay? What are you talking about? Does AK know about pecan pie? Are you kidding me? Man, you must not know me. <laughs> you must not know anything about me. And if you, but if you do know me, you know that I am dynamite in a dress. I bust through the hype, the hyperbole, and the hypocrisy every night of the week. And then hopefully tonight, I'm going to pick me up a three dollar pie on the way home. So breaking news today. Okay, so um, we had twelve little weasels happening today. Trump managed to he managed to bust through and beat the rebuke bill against him for his declaration of a national emergency. What now? We're going to talk about that. The Andrew Weissman, the Clemenza of the Mueller family, is uh, set to step down. He's announced that he's stepping down. What now? What does that indicate? We've got uh, my gal, Sidney Powell, who's going to be here, who literally wrote the book about Andrew Weissman, and the book is called License to Lie. She's going to be here even though she's really sick. She's going to join us and talk about what it means now, as well as some other, re- particularly given the fact that not just that Weissman is stepping down, but some other revelations that have come out with the release of Lisa Page's transcripts and some other information. So definitely want to stay tuned for that. And then another big story is, what now, after a lawsuit has been cleared to go forward against a gunmaker who's being blamed for the Sandy Hook shooting and the implications of that. So I've got Wendy Patrick, who's a who's a legal analyst and prosecutor, who's going to be here to talk about it. And if she's right, uh, this is really chilling for those of us who care about our Second Amendment rights. And um, and because because we know as conservatives, we know that it's really we know what that right's all about. Right. It ain't even it ain't even about my peeps down in Louisiana going and duck hunting in the blinds or or hunting for deer, or any of that. We know that ultimately our founders wanted had the, uh, the idea for the Second Amendment was to protect us against an overreaching government, a tyrannical government. So this is really chilling. You're, you're going to want to stay tuned for that. She's going to be at the bottom half of the hour. And then later on, we got some updates. we kind of got to go round robin. We've got some updates that are important, I think, with this college scandal that continues to grow by the day. And I'm still wondering how much DJ Carrot Stick's mom had to pay to get him to be able to take that that white toxicity, that white privilege class that you took. Well, Did that you- was over at good old Cal State San Marcos. but uh, What, are you saying people don't pay money to get their kid in Cal State San Marcos, man? No, they did. They paid a lot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing is when this whole thing happened they talked about the sat prep yeah. and the lady that they paid to actually take the test mm-hmm. it reminded me when i took my sat back in the day yeah and i got a terrible score well i got a okay score but my parents are like you need to take this prep test so they paid all this money i went to the sat prep test i took it again i got a worse score <laughs> <laughs> there was like three hundred dollars for the test for the prep test, and my dad's like, "How could you have gotten a worse score?" Oh my gosh, that's hilarious! And I'm glad you told that story though, because uh, some people are saying, "Well, you know, this really isn't indicative that you know the defenders of these of these Hollywood haints uh, and others they're defending it by saying, "Well, this is just a bigger picture. There, the, there's the game is rigged anyway. It's rigged, and it's this is no worse what they did than the privilege that comes from people like you and your daddy paying for." you to take an SAT prep course, unlike we little po' folks, me the daughter of two Marines, I didn't have no help when I took the SAT, 
or the ACT. I think I think for there's two different types of of. I think I took the ACT back in the day, and probably made it into LSU with my hair on fire. But it didn't stop me from having the best college experience anywhere. And by the way, I would not trade LSU for any Ivy covered school out there. By the way, and I'm telling you, in fact, yesterday or a couple of days ago, I went to do a TV hit, and I was at a production studio, and the guy's like, um, you know, I don't even know how it came up with the discussion. He's like, I took a tour of LSU. Back in the day, and I got to tell you, if I could go to any school in the country, it's one of the most beautiful campuses. And I said, it's got it. Well, we got our own culture, man. And you know what? I'm hoping the admissions at LSU was paying to keep people out because we don't need any punks like that little girl who was on a yacht while her mama's being flown in and and facing the pokey because the whole family is a bunch of skeezy cheaters. Okay, we don't we don't need those types at LSU. I tell you what else we don't need. We don't need the types. And the Republican Party that would join ranks with the Democrats to continue to encourage and enable an invasion into our country that is leaving Americans dead, like I talked about last night. This woman, I think her name was uh, last name of Bambi, who was stabbed to death, found by her son because she didn't report report for, for work. And he had been there had been nine ICE detainers associated with that man who had already been found guilty of burglary and kidnapping. One of them was assault on a police officer. Yeah. So the Republicans today have tried to couch this. Twelve little weasels have tried to couch this as though they're standing up for something. They're standing up for their principles. They're, they actually tried to couch it as though they were voting against something and tried to attack Trump in the course of it by basically saying that they were standing up for separation of power, standing up for the, the co-equal branches. Which really meant that they were they were out against Trump, trying to act as though what Trump was doing was untoward, that what Trump was doing was unconstitutional. This was not about your principles. And it varied between the tw- 12 different weasels in terms of what it was about. Here's what Susan Collins said. Remember Collins? Uh, the, the one that, that, that uh, got the hero status after she finally came out? After weeks of Brett Kavanaugh being personally and professionally destroyed along with his wife and his children. Oh, she finally came out in the end and gave a big speech and got a pat on the back. Ridiculous. It's a solemn occasion involving whether or not this body will stand up for its institutional prerogatives and will support the separations of powers enshrined in our Constitution. We must stand up and defend Congress's institutional powers as the framers intended we would. Really? Well, then where were you, Susan Collins, and all the rest of you, when, according to the Galen Institute, at least 43 of the changes to the Affordable Care Act were made unilaterally by the Obama administration? And y'all did nothing. In fact, you did nothing about it, not only at the time, but you guys did nothing about it when immediately what you should have done the second that that Trump took office, because your excuses were... You were given, the Republican Party was given both houses of Congress in 2014 for two reasons. Because of the scourge of the illegals that were invading our country at the time in 2014, as well as the pain of the Obamacare Act, what the, uh, the unaffordable Obamacare was taking place. Those two reasons. And you've done nothing. Meanwhile... We have had an increase of MS-13 gangs, drugs that are destroying this country, rapists, murderers, human traffickers, economic parasites, along with every disease you can imagine, including the flesh-eating bacteria. And you're going to yammer that, you, that you've got to join the Democrats and that you are not going to support in protecting this country because it's about principles and separation of powers. Who are you kidding, lady? Who are you kidding? DACA. Does that sound familiar? Y'all didn't do anything about that. How many times did Barack Obama, who bragged about using his office and the power of his pen, and you guys did nothing? This isn't about your principles. Just like it's not about the principles of Rand Paul, Mitt Romney, or any of them. Except if you want to include the fact some of the people, like Mike Lee and others, joined because they wanted to have the cover. They knew that Trump was going to use his big, fat, beautiful pen and veto this. And they knew that they didn't have a veto-proof majority in the Senate. So then they could hide, go out on the campaign trail and hide. Oh, I didn't go along with Trump. Then there's the ones that actually, actually puff out their chest and literally have themselves convinced that they are people of principle with zero regard as to the impact on this country. Then there's those like Mitt Romney and Marco Rubio and others whose principles are really about globalism. 
the new world order, open borders, open trade at the expense of Americans. And because they live behind big, fat, beautiful walls, they know they don't have to worry about any of the effect of this. And that, that even though the Democrat Party and, they're, and, and partnering with the Democrats here is also in hopes that, as they know, the, the Republican Party, they know that ultimately what the, Democrat, the Democrats want is to have the entire country become like California, a permanent Democrat voting bloc, and they're going to be content with the fact that they could get reelected and be in the minority and have somebody to complain about and never have to do anything about it. When it's really ultimately what they want. Mitt Romney, who's the architect of Obamacare. How in the world did this man get, get elected into the Senate? He's nothing but a carpetbagger who, uh, I'm not, did you see that, that cake display with him and the Twinkies, DJ Carrot Stick? No. You didn't see that? Oh, that was supposed to be so cute and charming. And, and, and it blew up in your face, Mitt Romney. Yeah, he gets this cake for his birthday that's made of all Twinkies. And he, he, he's so out of touch with the world, and he's so full of himself and so bizarre, by the way, that, that instead of, like, blowing out the candles like a normal person, because they put a candle in each Twinkie, no, he pulls each candle out one at a time, and he's blowing them off. Dude. I respect that. He's not getting germs on the no, Twinkies. No, you cannot respect Mitt Romney, man. Work with me, baby. It's a germ-free <laughs> Twinkie. I'll eat it. <laughs> this is despicable. Um, there are some people today, some camps of conservatives, that are not giving, giving Trump a pass on this. They say that this is a result of him making a lot of mistakes and surrounding himself with too many people within the, his administration, within his uh, Department of Homeland Security, State Department, and others uh, that are just really not about the border wall and that Trump is playing us. I don't believe that. I, I Do I think that Trump's made mistakes? Absolutely. But he's just one guy, and I absolutely believe Lindsey Graham went to him on Wednesday, tried to get him to back off and said, did, did what, what uh, Graham, Nasty, and others always do. I think we can get you a better deal in October. And he said, no. He said, no, I'm not doing that. I'm not, we're not kicking this down the road to October for me to try to save face. Because you know what? The egg is on the face of the 12 little weasels today. It ain't on my man, Trump. We're going to take a break. We come back, though. We got to talk about uh, the Mueller investigation and recent updates that are pretty outrageous. Somebody even mentioned to me on Facebook, is this real? Did Ratcliffe really, was he even able to say this? I'll answer that question on the way back. Come on back. Be sure to follow Andrea K on Twitter at Andrea K Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K, spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. Since 1994, Brothers Home Improvement has been installing windows in homes across California and Nevada. Right from the get-go, we knew the whole family was going to be fully invested here. One of the nine brothers and sisters of Brothers Home Improvement, Michael. So we made sure, you know, that we were going to be able to look our neighbors, friends and neighbors in the face and know that we could see them at the coffee shop and they would look at us and say, Hey, brothers, you did my windows. Does Brothers Home Improvement have a single location? We've got five different locations across California. We've got one in Nevada. If you're so big... You must use subcontractors. So from the beginning, we said, you know what? Our own installers. So that's worked out great for us as far as our reputation. Improve the beauty of your home now. For a limited time, check out their special offer of $1,000 off on 10 or more windows, $720 off on 8 or more windows, and $300 off 4 or more windows. Call now for a free in-home estimate, 800-672-3777, or see brotherswindows.com. 
Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour, a tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. Help begin. Dell's self-made millionaire and founder of Lifestyles Unlimited will show you how to live the life of your dreams and pay for it with passive income. The Dell Wamsley Radio Show, weekdays at 7 p.m. on The Answer San Diego. There's a lot going on right now, and broadcasters are on the ground covering all of it, bringing you the weather, the traffic, and breaking news, all while entertaining you 24 hours a day. Someone needs to tell you what's going on around the world and in our hometowns, and that someone is us. We are free radio. We are always there. We are broadcasters. Visit wearebroadcasters.com or text radio to 52886 to learn more. Furnished by NAB and this station. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The Answer. Andrea K, the donut queen of San Diego. It's the Andrea K show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K show. Glad to have you all with me. 888-344-1170 if you got anything on your mind. You know what I got on right now? I got on my Creeps on a Mission t-shirt that I got from the one and only Sidney Powell who wrote a phenomenal book, the one I think Sean Hannity mentioned it today. Rush mentions it all the time. License to Lie, and it is the book that everybody needed to read to understand what was going on with the Mueller investigation, and she joins me now. Hey, Sydney Powell. Welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. Thank you. Okay, so um, thank you for being with me. I know you're under the weather, so I'm going to keep it brief. Uh, first things first is this morning, First, as soon as I— Because Mueller wouldn't prosecute anybody without Andrew Weissman to do all his dirty work for him. He, I mean, he has been protecting and promoting Weissman for over two decades now, and that's why he brought him on the task force was to do all the dirty work. As soon as I heard that Paul Manafort's home had been raided in pre-dawn hours, even though Manafort was cooperating and represented by counsel, and that his wife had been searched in her bed at gunpoint and all of that, and you know that's standard operating procedures for Mr. Weissman, who uses prosecutorial terrorist tactics to humiliate and degrade his targets all the time. Yeah, in fact, this was well documented in your book, and others know it. This is a man who should have been disbarred. Instead, he was cherry-picked by Mueller to be the clemenza for his uh, organized crime outfit to find crimes wherever they could and to use the power of a weaponized deep state in order to destroy people of because of their politics. And so the ironic thing is, Sydney, since you were traveling today and you're going to be at my brother Ed Martin's event tomorrow, um, I don't know if you heard what his plans are. Girl, his plans are to go and teach about uh, about keeping innocent people out of jail. I thought this, I, am I being punked? Are you kidding me? Yeah. Um, well, he's taken a step in avoiding wrongful convictions by resigning as a prosecutor. So that's a good thing. That's a step in the right direction. <laughs> If he would only surrender his law license, then the world would be a better place. But, yeah, he's taught at NYU before. In fact, he kind of slinked out of the FBI after we filed our grievance, and he got it swept under the rug by the Department of Justice, and he quietly left in the middle of the night and went to NYU for a brief respite before Leslie Caldwell brought him back to head the fraud section and what I call the deep state transition team under Loretta Lynch at DOJ. And, you know, then we find out that he's working with the AP reporters, sharing information about Paul Manafort long before the special counsel operation started. Right. And we know from Bruce Orr's testimony now that he was part of this back channel with Bruce Orr and the FBI and DOJ on the field dossier and probably the FISA applications. So, I mean, he's in all the bad stuff up to his eyeball. Yeah. That may be another reason why he's going ahead and leaving now. He did that on the Enron Task Force, too. He left when the misconduct allegations started getting really bad. Yeah, he's like and Michael after shooting you know, the police 
uh, you know, chief in the face. Then he skips off to Sicily or somewhere to hide out. It's kind of what he's doing. So what now? Because we some recent revelations, and I know i got to let you go in a minute. Uh, so Lisa Page, her testimony is finally released, where she answers Ratcliffe, who I would have preferred as Attorney General instead of Bill Barr. Basically, uh, you know, he says to her, sounds like the department told you, Obama's DOJ, you're not going to charge gross negligence because we're the prosecutors and we're telling you not we're not going to. And she says that is correct. Uh, we now know that uh, Peter Strzok had bleach bitted. He did. He followed Hillary's model and bleach bitted and, and deleted all of his records from his phone. I mean, although we managed to keep some pre- preserved, that's destruction of evidence and, and obstruction of justice. Uh, so you know, there's more and more evidence. Not to mention Mueller's own destruction of Peter Strzok's cell phone. Right. So what now? Because if the Mueller investigation is wrapping up, we know that the convictions that they've had so far in the indictments were based on either process crimes that were created by the investigation, or you know they found something sketchy in somebody's business. So this is going to be wrapped up. No, no collusion, which we already knew. There are many people now saying the next step needs to be. Uh, that that Hillary and their expectation is is that Strzok, McCabe, Comey, and the rest, and Hillary Clinton will now be either properly investigated and or prosecuted. Do you really believe that's going to happen? I think it has to happen for there to be any public confidence in the FBI or the Department of Justice ever again, and for us to have a, a country based on the rule of law. Because until that happens, we don't have that anymore, and everybody knows it. Right. And, you know, I, Liz Wheeler from uh, Tipping Point of One America tweeted out an article that I had had in my possession back when it was written, and it was by Andrew McCarthy. Here's, here's one of the things that makes me wonder if it's going to. He's reminding everybody on this Throwback Thursday that it was never Comey's decision to exonerate Hillary. It was Obama's. And that's and his article is lengthy. No, that was Comey's, too. Yeah. Well, yeah. Well, Comey basically, according to McCarthy's article, basically Comey's speech that he gave on July was almost word for word from Obama's interview that he did in which in which Obama said that Hillary didn't intend to do anything wrong, that the amount of classified information was negligible, was was tiny, it was scant. And, you know, intent, as you know, I mean, that was what you lawyers do called paralleling and pretend that they're innocent of a crime that's not at play. And then, therefore, they're innocent of everything. And, you know, maybe McCarthy's wrong here, but McCarthy was basically saying that it was Obama's DOJ the reason why nobody could do anything further with Hillary was because there was a series of emails under an alias by Obama, and that if they're going to prosecute Hillary, they got to prosecute Obama for the same thing. And that has people— Oh, yeah. I said that three years ago in my article for the New York Observer saying that Comey and Loretta Lynch should be uh, impeached for whitewashing Clinton's crimes because he, he was emailing her and on the secret server and knew damn well— he had to have approved it. That's the only way she could have been running it. And so were hundreds of other high-ranking officials, including probably Bob Mueller himself, since he was director of the FBI at the time. That, oh, I forgot and that. was that. their only means of communication. And on top of that, you've got DOJ specifically not getting the Huma Abedin emails, even though they found 675,000 Clinton emails on Wiener's laptop and not getting the golden emails that Comey said were the backup, but mm-hmm. FBI didn't push him on that either. So I think I don't disagree that it's all lands at Obama's feet, but it equally lands at Comey's. I'm not going to give him a pass. Oh, no. Oh, no, 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 no none whatsoever, um, because he for a variety of reasons, even it, not even outside just the decision in, in him coming out and making that speech on July. But let's talk about his leaking of classified information to a media outlet in order to force an investigation that was illegal. And that's how that's how Mueller got got appointed in the first place. You know, let's talk oh, about yeah, him. Lie, he lied before Congress. Yeah. Yeah. He so he leaked. He lied before Congress. He's you know, he participated in obstruction to, uh, of justice. You know, he, he knew- set up Donald Trump. Yeah. He yeah. Lay the groundwork for uh, baiting Trump with the salacious dossier and briefing him on that so they could leak it to BuzzFeed and CNN and blow it up all over the press for the incoming administration back 
on January 6th. I mean, it's just horrible what yeah. he's done. And, and I'll let you go. Also, uh, uh, John Brennan, Clapper. There are so many. I, I'm concerned. The reason why I, I'm concerned about whether or not there will ever be any accountability is that it, there were charges that were refer- there were referral of charges last April, almost a year ago, for Andrew McCabe. And not only has he not been prosecuted, but dude's on a book tour. So I don't know this Bill Barr dude. I don't know if the inspector general who hasn't really hasn't really done anything since he came out with his report well, last he's year. Been, the inspector general's been held up because of Mueller. Mueller's been the tail wagging the dog for two years. Okay. And that's part of why Mueller, why I've always said Mueller is the insurance policy. He was every bit as much of the insurance policy as the whole Russia investigation was to begin with. Sidney Powell is cautiously optimistic than I am, too. If you have not read her book, you need to. It's Licensed to Lie. Um, I don't know if it's, is it available on Amazon still? I think you, it was out of print yeah. for a while. Is it back? Yeah, they, they've got plenty of copies now. All right. They should be at Books a Million and, and uh, Barnes and & Noble and everywhere books are sold. And also get your t-shirt. I'm wearing it. If you're watching on Facebook Live, Creeps on a Mission, go to creepsonamission.com or .org. Dot com. com and get yourself a t-shirt. Sydney Powell, thank you for being here, especially since you're under the weather. I appreciate it so much. Thank you. Thank you. Now, we're going to change gears when we come back, but we're still going to stay in the legal realm because there's a really scary lawsuit that's going forward that involves Sandy Hook and a gun manufacturer, and it's clearly a backdoor grab of our guns and a violation of our Second Amendment or attempt of it anyway. And Wendy Patrick, prosecutor and legal analyst, will be here to explain why we need to be worried about this one. More of the Andrea K show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. The answer. San Diego has gone interactive. Download our free app to get special offers, deals, and more than just status updates and pictures of cats from your smartphone. Did you hear something that you want to weigh in on? Download the free The Answer app to instantly call or email the station straight from your mobile device. Download our free app today. The Answer San Diego, the best conservative coverage in San Diego. There's not going to be a President Donald Trump. You're not going to be president. Never be president. I continue to believe Mr. Trump will not be president. There certainly were a lot of people saying Trump wouldn't be president. Talk about collusion with a capital C. Andrea Kay here. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com for your chance to win a poster-sized expose from the Epic Times on Spygate, linking all the players in some of America's most powerful agencies that were against Donald Trump's presidential campaign. You must be a VIP club member to enter. For details, visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Donald Trump is not going to be president of the United States. Take it to the bank. With our high utility rates, the last thing you need is to waste energy. If your home comfort system is constantly cycling on and off, or if you have hot or cold pockets in your home, that's a red flag. Proper maintenance prolongs the life of your system and saves you money on energy costs. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air have been honored as a North American Contractor of the Year for providing superior service and top quality HVAC products at affordable rates. They're pretty proud of that award and look forward to showing you how they earned that honor. They offer 24-hour emergency service on every major brand. They won't try to sell you a new system if you don't need one and will never recommend any parts that are not necessary. 
Call Jackson and Foster Heating and Air for a cleaning and inspection. Mention radio and save $25 on your service call. Jackson and Foster Heating and Air. Our family, serving your family since 1931. Call 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. 619-667-4328. Here's some great news. If you missed the deadline to sign up for health insurance, or more importantly, if you sign up for a plan that you're just not happy with, you still have a choice. It's called MediShare, and MediShare is a Christian healthcare sharing program. It's been around for 25 years. They have more than 400,000 members now around the country. And get this, over the years, MediShare members have shared more than $2 billion of each other's medical bills, so they could help share your needs too. And best of all, You could save a lot of money with MediShare. The typical savings for a family is around 500 bucks a month. Your savings could be more or less, but think about what you could do with that extra money every month. So if you think you're stuck with a high-cost health plan that doesn't have much to offer, think again. You can join MediShare anytime, so call them today and check it out. There's no pressure. They're super easy to talk to. 844-41-BIBLE. That's 844-41-BIBLE. 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 FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Andrea K. Telling you like it is, all while eating a donut. The Andrea K. Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. It is also National Pie Day. I'd like to be telling it like it is tonight from home, eating me a yummy $3 pie, but evidently that ain't going to happen because it's got to be dine-in, right? And that, and I guess their plan is, is to try to get somebody who goes in to get the $3 pizza to have to buy an $8.95 Diet Coke to go with it. You can be like that guy in New York that wrapped up his steak in his napkin and left. Oh. Did, did you see that? And they have footage <laughs> no, of him? No, but the I guy love in his that suit idea. ordered like a $20 steak, wrapped it up in a napkin and <laughs> took off. They have it all on video. Well, what are they going to do? Well, you could, you could take the, one bite and say, okay, I'm done. Wrap he didn't the rest. pay for it at all. Oh, he didn't. Oh, no. so he did a dine. He did a dash. Dine okay. and dash. Yeah. Dine and dash. Okay. That's there. I could sit down, take one bite and go, I'm full. Yeah. Yeah. You should do I that. need to take it. I need to take it to go. Kind of like when they banned the plastic bags and I, and I went to Vaughn's and got like three items and they, they asked, do, do you need some help taking your groceries out? Because <laughs> I didn't want to buy the bag. Anyway, I got to move on because I got a, a fabulous gift. I'm glad we're being lighthearted because this story, when I, when I saw it today, really got me upset because I don't talk about the uh, Second Amendment a lot. Um, but it, it, when I do, you know how I feel about it because the left is doing everything that they can, looking for every opportunity to take our guns away from us. Every backdoor channel that they can. They know that they can't overturn it legislatively in terms of just repealing the Second Amendment. The latest appears grab appears to be through a court uh, lawsuit against the gunmaker Remington, and it went through a lower court, and now it's moving forward. So here uh, to discuss this is uh, legal analyst and prosecutor Wendy Patrick. Hey, Wendy, welcome back to the show. Hey, Andrea. It's always a pleasure to join you. Thank you. I'm so glad you're on because when I first read the article, I was immediately confused. And um, so what what this is, is help me to make sure I understand before we go to your your concerns that you sent to me, um, that this is about there being, Remington was being sued for unfair, unfair trade practices uh, by allegedly promoting the rifle as a combat weapon intended for waging war and killing human beings. What does that have to do with trade? What does that have to do with fair trade? Well, the, the way that the ruling came down, and it's a first-of-its-kind decision, which is also important, they basically said the families could sue for wrongful marketing under the state unfair trade practice law. So what does that mean? They're looking at the way that the company marketed and promoted the gun for civilians to carry out offensive military combat missions against their perceived enemies, quote-unquote. And obviously Connecticut law bars ads that promote or encourage violent behavior, and most states do. And as one of, as the, uh, one of the justices pointed out, any regulation of advertising that threatens public health, safety, and morals, that has long been considered a court exercise of the state's police powers. It just hasn't been applied in exactly this way. Because remember in 2005, Congress passed the Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act. Now, what does that do? That restricts lawsuits against gun settlers and makers by granting this industry-wide immunity from blame when one of their products is used in a crime, as it is many occasions all over the nation. We all know that. 
but it's never actually been applied in a way that they they get sort of a pass here in order to, to go forward with a lawsuit. That's the significance of this suit, is it's a split decision. Um, three of the seven justices dissented, so it's not a final victory. But they basically said this particular lawsuit can go forward under this law. It's a, Yeah, and this article here says, it falls to a jury to decide whether the promotional schemes alleged in the present case rise to the level of illegal trade practices. Again, I, I don't understand that part and whether fault for the tragedy can be laid at their feet that is so convoluted and twisted to me this is about trying to this is about trying to ascribe motives inside somebody's head that if you know it's it's kind of like if somebody sees um, I mean, they tell you in car commercials, this is a close track. This is a, a, fan, a, a professional driver. Don't try this at home. Um, but if somebody if somebody buys a sports car, it's not Porsche's fault if somebody uses it in a, in a way that speed does 125 miles an hour on the freeway and kills somebody. Porsche doesn't get sued. Isn't that right. kind of and what's that, happening here? Well, that's always been the counter argument, and is that you can't sell a product and then say you're liable for what somebody does with the product. The difference here is at least the allegations being made by the plaintiffs were, were that Remington basically had a profit-driven strategy to appeal to high-risk users like Adam Lanza. And I mean, just even that name and the Sandy Hook name, that's just, I mean, everybody's emotions kick into gear. We remember the way, you know, we felt right afterwards how right. what was. So, so there's really a lot of uh, emotional baggage attached to this particular lawsuit. And, you know, the danger that some of the, the gun makers are saying is, gosh, you know, if it, if it happens in Connecticut, why wouldn't they file a suit in Nevada? I mean, right. remember we just had the, Man- the Mandalay Bay happen there, and why wouldn't we now have lawsuits all over the 50 states based on this as precedent? What that would be doing, Andrea, is, is looking at the rationale and sort of transferring the rationale, even if the facts are different. I don't know whether different courts are going to be able to do that. One of the other counter-arguments is, well, if it's guns today, why isn't it alcohol and vaping tomorrow? Well, we already have really kind of targeted. We don't want those things targeted to minors or, or people that might misuse the substances. So it's not new in that sense. What's significant is, remember, that there was that Protection of Lawful Commerce and Arms Act yeah. that was passed in 2005. And so there has been this immunity that has been enjoyed by gun makers, this now is being called into question by this particular lawsuit. Not to say that it's going to, you know, now the floodgates are going to be open, but why wouldn't lawyers in different, in different states look at the rationale here and consider whether they might have a lawsuit in another state? Not to mention the fact that it might influence the way gun makers advertise their products. And people on both sides of the aisle don't necessarily think that might be a bad thing. Well, again, um, well, excuse me. For, well, excuse, well, excuse me for interrupting, but this is all based upon the premise that the advertising that went on here is the cause of why Adam Lambert went into that school and shot people up. Let's, what, where, what, how about, excuse me for interrupting before I forget this thought. You know, he was in his mama's basement for how long playing these awful video games that are about hunting people down and killing them. How come, you know, if, you're gonna, if, you, if it's going to be about that, if it's going to be about uh, some product or service that they use that's going to be blamed for these kind of shootings, then how about, the, how about those video game manufacturers? How about the psych- psychotropic drugs that always seem to be involved here? How about then uh, some, some psychiatrists or psychologists who advertises themselves as somebody that can deal with these types of mentally deficient mental illness people and you know but then they they fail in their duty so this is a real scary suit for me because it's all based upon the premise that how this gun manufacturer that this gun manufacturer is ultimately responsible for this and if and if they win here i do believe that it's going to be precedent all around the country well, remember that um, that's the counter-argument, but that's the counter-argument based on a sort of a different set of merits. In other words, this is a very narrowly driven lawsuit that talks about that hard-to-understand unfair trade practice law. It's very different than, than the, the very valid points you're making, which I think everybody agrees with. It's hard to, I suppose, not everybody, because this lawsuit partly is based on this idea that the way it was marketed resonated with young men like Adam Lanza. Couldn't we then make the same policy arguments you just brought up that there are so many other products that might be to blame for these type of killings as well. And we could spend a whole show talking about all of the products that could then be swept up in this kind of rationale. 
So we go back to the narrowly focused aim of this particular lawsuit and this particular ruling that allows this lawsuit to proceed. We're going to watch it very closely because we don't want to see it expand into something it was never intended to be, even by this Connecticut court. So it seems like we are we're, we may be worried about something that's never going to happen, but at the same time, we're going to watch it very closely to see whether or not it's used as precedent in other states, where maybe it shouldn't be. Maybe it, it's not actually as broad in scope as we worry, just looking at this ruling allowing this lawsuit to proceed. Well, we know that the left, uh, as Rahm Emanuel said, let no tragedy go uh, go to waste. You know, they're all about exploiting tragedy. They've they've done everything that they could to try to use Parkland as a way to even even exploiting the kids, the students from that school in a way to try to do a gun grab. You know, and the left also uh, has they've transferred so much of the power in this country away from the branches of government that we talked about to to the to the court system and to these unelected judges or even elected judges that aren't that are legislating from the bench. You know, as opposed to allowing legislation to take place, you know, at, at the legislative body. So I, you know, I, I'm concerned. Here's my concern. Ultimately, even if they lose here, they're just going to keep trying if they because well, they what? made it all the way to the Connecticut Supreme Court. So they made it through a couple of levels already. As cooler heads begin to prevail, as we think through the rationale behind at least allowing this suit to, to go forward, we do have to face these counter-arguments. That are they then going to do a van grab, yeah. a rental car grab? Look at all of the other things that have been used as weapons of mass destruction. How many vehicles plowed into groups of civilians, innocent civilians, over the last couple of years, but you don't see that same type of legislation. And we, we can't say, well, you, you market vans in, in a fashion that makes people want to drive them quickly or you want to drive sports cars quickly, and so they should be held responsible for those marketing practices. They're appealing to young people that might use them to drive into the crowds. So you could see where these arguments would go that was never intended by simply allowing this lawsuit to proceed. So those are both sides of the narrative, Andrea. I think we pretty much framed both sides, yeah. but it really is. We're going to have to keep an eye on this to make sure that it is not misused right. to then do to then become that gun grab that was probably never intended by allowing this narrowly drawn lawsuit to proceed. Well, I, here's where I would disagree with you, and then I got to let you go, beautiful lady. Um, you know, I think that when you read some articles by the left. Um, you know, that around this, that it clearly is, uh, it, it is intended to be a gun grab. This, this, would that, that. By that group. Yeah, by that, group. by that group. Yeah, yeah. But, yeah. All right. Well, thank you so much for being here. You always bring amazing legal expertise, Wendy Patrick. I wish I could keep you around to, to talk more about this college uh, scandal. I'm going to have to bring you back to talk about that you as that moves more. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. As that <laughs> gets you. into the courts. Thanks so much. Thanks so much. <laughs> Bye-bye. All right. Now, uh, stay, we are going to talk a little update. On the college admission scandal, we come back. Operation Varsity Blues, got a little update there, and some more. Um, and then we've got what the left is saying is a victory in the Pennsylvania State House. I say it's a loss. More Andrew K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. spelled K-A-Y-E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are. For students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1 North County, AM 1170 San Diego. The answer. You could send the child in your life to a public school, but why? 
when you could send them to one of San Diego's finest private schools for half the normal price with the Answer San Diego half-off tuition program. That's the 2019 and 2020 school year for half price. Log on to TheAnswerSanDiego.com or tap the Answer San Diego app for a complete list of participating schools. Then call 844-800-5757 now to enroll your child. When you call, you can put the entire half-price tuition on your credit card. It's that easy, but these outstanding tuitions are going fast. So call today, 844-800-5757. 844-800-5757. Explore your options with schools like Trinity Christian, Victory Christian, Coastal Christian Academy, and Valley Christian Academy. Visit TheAnswerSanDiego.com or call 844-800-5757 before these tuitions are gone. That's 844-800-5757 or TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Spring is here, folks, and with the rainy season coming to an end, it's finally time to tackle all those home improvement projects you've been putting off. It's the Solar for America Spring Savings Sale, America's number one solar roofing and home improvement contractor. We all know solar can save you big money, but did you know a Solar for America energy and battery system will add an average of $25,000 in value to your home? That's right. Save money, get a huge tax credit, and increase your home's value all with zero out-of-pocket unapproved credit. That's not all, folks. It's the Solar for America spring savings sale. Call now to save an extra $100 per panel on solar, up to $1,500 off on any GAF 50-year roof. And if that's not enough, we'll even throw in up to 50 feet of redwood fencing absolutely free. It's the Solar for America spring savings sale. And it's only good through March 31st. Just call 888-585-4055. That's 888-585-4055. Who do you want on your roof? 888-585-4055. CACSLB 105021, 1050133, 1045872. This is Jerry Boyer of Town Hall Finance for townhall.com. By now, you've all heard about the Green New Deal. It doesn't take a very long memory to know that this sort of massive spending plan will collapse the economy. You see, the European debt crisis was triggered in part by plans very much like those recommended in the Green New Deal. Heavy subsidies for so-called green tech, utopian timelines for alternative energy usage, and punitive treatment on the kinds of energy which our economy actually depends on. The result? Greece and Spain and Italy triggered a crisis that jeopardized the very future of the entire European Union. If eight years ago is ancient history for AOC and her zealots, how about three months? France instituted a tiny version of the same thing, and even France abandoned it. Experience is a great tutor, but her tuition can be very expensive for those who refuse to learn from the failures of others. I'm Jerry Boyer. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to the Andrea K show on the answer San Diego. I love I hated the show because it bored me as most sitcoms do I didn't like Gilligan's Island either but you know why I love that song and I can never remember words of songs by the way until they're playing and then I can remember every word but I love the I love the the concept there I love the message there it's about hard work we're moving on up man George and Wheezy worked hard to get where they where they were Wheezy was a character on All in the Family, I think, and she was a maid, while George was trying to get things going in the dry cleaning business. And that's a, that, to me, that show just was so awesome in the fact that it showed, you know, these, these African Americans working hard and participating in the American dream and making it somewhere off of hard work. So anyway, I love the message, even if I didn't think the show was particularly good. Uh, she was on different strokes. Was it different strokes? No. Oh, that's right. It was the other mom from Good Times who was on All in the Family. Good catch there. I hated that All in the Family, by the way. Yeah, Daddy liked them in reruns. I also hated the Honeymooners. See, I, I'm not like a big sitcom person, to be honest. Well, couldn't get away with the Honeymooners nowadays. <laughs> <laughs> i tell you what you can't get away with with me. Uh, advertising a $3 pizza and then making it ta- sit down. Making it dine in. <laughs> You ain't getting you ain't getting that over on me on Pie Day, okay? I tell you what, you ain't getting over on me either is uh, this whole thing of uh, the takeover, the Islamization of America. There may be Americans and too many 
actually, that are knuckling under this. But you're not going to get it over on me. You're not going to get it over on me that that the type of multiculturalism in the form of importing people from uh, Islamic countries under Sharia that are antithetical to our Constitution, that that somehow brings any value to this country. You want to know why you can't get it over on me? Because I read. Because I'm aware of how it has destroyed Europe. So when I see Linda Sarsour tweet out, congratulations to Movita Johnson Harrell on her historic win, making her the first Muslim American woman to serve in the Pennsylvania State House of Representatives. Black, Muslim, brilliant, bold, and wears a hijab. Tell me what being black, Muslim, and hijab, why that, why that makes them qualified to serve in the House of Representatives. You know what's supposed to make you qualified? When you love this country and you love this Constitution. I don't want to hear somebody say that our diversity is our strength. How? Tell me, nobody can answer me to me on this, this push for diversity, how it strengthens us in any way. If you've got a football team, are they strengthened in any way by a bunch of people that, that came to the football team from playing, the ba- playing baseball or playing basketball? No. You've, are they, I can't think of any other you know, team sports or whatever besides football. But there's no value in diversity. Our country was not founded on diversity. Our country was a unique experiment, unlike any other country in the world. We are a republic of states. We are not a democracy. Our U.S. Constitution is not a living document. It is not, cannot coexist. It is not compatible with Sharia. So that no, so people coming to our country from socialist nations, from Islamic nations, wanting to push a political ideology. And by the way, remember back in 2016, I don't, I'm not a fan of Rick Santorum. And I didn't like the fact that there were so many Republican candidates that they had the early debates of six or so people that weren't doing well in the poll numbers. And then they had the later debates. Rick Santorum was the only Republican to this day that I have heard say that if we want to solve the problem of Islamic jihad, we will declare in this country Islam as a, the political ideology, ideology that it is that has a religious component and hides behind that component, by the way. It is a political ideology, and it is not compatible with the U.S. Constitution. It's not. But, of course, any of us who point that out, we're called Islamophobic because that's how they want to get it over on us. It's death by a thousand cuts to try to take us over from within. As Nani Darwish said, we are handing our country over on a platter of political correctness. We're not allowed to question them on anything. They use our laws against us. They use our religious freedoms against us. Right now in San Diego, they've been lying behind the scenes. They use an organization that's the front group for Hamas, CARE, in order to silence us. That's who, that's who uh, pressured Twitter to ban Laura Loomer and ban others while they've got terrorist organizations on there still tweeting and Ilhan Omar with their anti-Semitism still tweeting. It was care that was brought forth at the microphones while American bodies of gay Americans were bleeding out at the Pulse nightclub in order to defend Islam. A a rush to, don't you dare connect the dots to Islam here, even though the guy was shouting Allahu Akbar as he did it. So what did this woman tweet out, by the way, or post on Facebook after she won this? Allahu Akbar. You know what? I'm triggered by that. Just like they would be triggered if there was some slogan that some Baptist tweeted out every time they shot up a, a Christmas party at an old re- rehabilitation facility in San Bernardino or an army facility like Fort Hood. Or if they were shouting that when they used pressure cookers to blow up Americans at a marathon. I don't know that much about this woman. Um, but I know that, you know, I, I have a problem with her saying that, you know, um, that basically anybody, you know, that that her wearing hijab should, you know, uh, don't, as she says, don't allow a news article, a news station tell you that somehow I am dangerous. See, that I hate that type of language. The same thing, you know, it doesn't mean that I think you're, that you're a threat. I'm scared of you. Don't try to put that over on me. Let's try to, the, the whole phobia thing. No, it's that I understand the game that's being played. I understand, as Nani Dalwish said, the very definition of Islam is submission. It's about conquest. It's about creeping Sharia. It's about taking us over from within. And in a post-9-11 America, 
it's it's shocking to me that there are Americans that are that are putting up with this and allowing this to happen. People like people pretending that they're conservatives, like Guy Benson and others, attacking Judge Janine because she questioned where somebody got their anti-Semitism and 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 pointed out the fact that a symbol of Sharia is a symbol of Sharia and it's antithetical to the U.S. Constitution. And I'm gonna every night. I'm not going to be silenced. Care ain't going to silence me. I'm going to be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time, speaking my truth. Happy Pie Day. Thanks for being here.